Hello, thank you for joining in with me today. I am Apostle Maria Brown. I am the co-founder of Empowerment Prayer Outreach Ministry located in Crowley, Texas, and you're listening to Waging War and Winning. Thank you so much for joining in with me today. I'm so excited to be before you today. Today, we're going to further our topic on what does it, what do we do when God doesn't come through in the time that we think he should. Last week, I touched on the topic and I want to complete the topic today. What does it we do as believers? Because oftentimes we find ourselves uh, facing with these dilemmas in life when we've prayed about a situation, we've fasted about a situation, we've had others to go into agreement with us about a situation, but yet God still haven't come through at the time that we feel like he should have came through for us. I was briefly talking to my daughter about this topic and she really hit said something that was profound. She said, but he always do come through. And that is true. Oftentimes we're expecting for God to give us the answer that we want to hear opposed to the answer that he has for us that's best for us. And so today we're going to finish our conversation about what do we do when God does it, when it seems like God is not coming through on the time frame that we, you know, expect for him to come through. And the first thing that I want to encourage us and to remind us about is that we really need to come up out of this for this little box and thinking that God is a genie or that God is somebody that just answers our prayers. We serve a God that is sovereign. We serve a God who desires to have a long lasting internal relationship with us. And so we shouldn't look at him as if he's just someone that we go to when things are not going in our favor. And I believe as we continue to grow in the grace and the wisdom of God and get this under our belt, then when we're faced with adversity and challenges in our life, we will be more embracing the time frame. We'll be more willing to go and to endure and to persevere opposed to getting upset and cause allowing ourselves to go into states of a depression, uh, states of where we're anxieties and fears and phobias and believing that God is not going to come through for us. I also wanted uh, to refer us back into the book of Ecclesiastes chapter three, when um, Solomon talks about timing and he says uh, to everything, there's a season, there's a time for every purpose under the heaven. And what we have to be reminded with is that there's a season and a timing for everything. Last week, I talked about God being on Kairos time, which in the Greek is where we get the word Kairos, K-A-R-A from meaning the head in, in, in the, of all things. In, other, in essence, it is the head and when a time or, a, uh, or something comes to an head. Likewise, you know, I hate to use a, an analogies we have heard in the past where, where there's circumstances and situations come to a head. And then it seems like when it's coming to a head, everything is brought into 
a manifestation. Similar, this is similar to what the Kairos time is, is that, that there, that this is a season or an opportunity when it has no regards for a length of time. So that time frame, that means it takes away the time frame that we are accustomed to. Those things are eliminated out of the equation. In other words, God is not on our time frame. He moves when he wants to move because again, we don't know all the ramifications. We don't know all the things that are taking place in the spiritual realm, but yet God knows what's taking place and what it's going to require from, for us to be able to receive our breakthrough. A lot of times God is working things out in the back scene and we fail to remember that and to fail to to realize that, and we just want things now like instant gratification. We want an instant move of God. We want everything to be everything to be done overnight. But there is a process, and as believers, and as we begin to grow and to mature in the things of God, we have got to get to the point where. We're willing to wait on God and that there are benefits in us waiting on God. Does it feel good all the time? No, it doesn't. But is it good for us? Yes, because Romans 8, 28 reminds us that all things are working together for our good. And that also includes adversity. That also includes our waiting seasons. That also includes our question in our certain times and seasons in our life. And we have to be able to have faith in God, knowing that he is completing those things and he's perfecting those things. He's maturing those things. He's working out those, those uh, things in our life that when we do receive our breakthrough, or we do receive an answer from the Lord, then we'll be able to embrace it and to move forward in our life and to have a more abundant and a successful life. Also in verse three, I want to talk about in verse three in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses 11. Uh, God says he has made everything beautiful in his time. A lot of times, um, saints of God, when we're going through a season of drought or a season where we don't hear the voice of God or we're in being impatient and we're at the point of break of losing hope. We have uh, I have to understand that, again, this is about us working in a process, having a process, going through a process where perhaps behind the scenes that God is working things out. It may not seem like it's a beautiful thing at the time that we're going through. But at the end of it, it is because God knows the appointed time. And one of the key words to Kairos is an appointed time. Our God is a God of order. He's a God of appointments. He is not a God that does things haphazardly. He's not a God who does things uh, just by the, uh, the brink, what they say, brink of the wings or uh, things like that. But he is a God of appointment. Even our season here on earth. It's all about divine appointment. And if we can understand that what we're believing God for is still a part of his assigned appointment for our life, then going through that waiting process would not seem so taxing and so uh, devastating to us. So I want us to refer back and and check this out. Uh, There's a a rate uh, learning learning season. When it comes to having to wait on the Lord, there's a lot of things and I say it's a learning season, but in essence, it is a learning. There's learning in it. 
uh, when uh, we're having that go through that season to wait upon the Lord. There's so much that we can learn from the Lord. And one of the things, and there's three things I'm going to talk about today about some of the things that we can learn from having to wait on the Lord. And the first thing I want to talk about is hearing his voice clearly when we are having to wait upon the Lord and to, to receive uh, our breakthrough or what we believe in God for. One of the things that we can master is hearing his voice clearly. You remember um, in, um, in the book of Kings, when Elijah was going through his season, the Bible says that he there was a time for a dry season that it was a quiet moment that he heard God. It was not when there was chaos going on. That was when the winds and the storms and earthquakes and the fire and all of that stuff was taking place. But it was after everything had settled down that he was able to hear the still small voice. Oftentimes when we're waiting on God and we're believing God for something and we want to get, uh, get a breakthrough with urgency, it's usually something that is very significant and very important to us. And we want God to come in right now and say, God, fix this situation right now because it's of the urgency and essence to us. And so in cases like that, usually we're in the midst of a storm. And in the midst of the storm, it could be there where it's rain, you know, it, it, was, it could be hail, it can be the earthquake, it can be the fire, it can be a lot of chaos going on. But it was after everything settled and he learned to master the power of waiting on God that he was able to hear God's voice. And when we hear God's voice, then we can make clear and conscious and successful decisions that are, that's going to determine our future. And I'll give you a quick um Example, a few years ago, I was going through some health challenges and I wanted God to move right away to heal me. You know, fear came in, worries came in, um, thoughts of, okay, I'm not going to make it out of this situation. I was under the care of nine physicians. Um, My body was going through a lot of trauma and I wanted to be healed. I wanted to live. And my whole life was flashing before me and I wanted uh, to get my breakthrough right away. And I was getting a little bit discouraged because I was like, "Okay, God, where are you in this situation? And he was there. I want you to know the Lord was with me all the time. I just was going through a season where I forgot. But what the Holy Ghost had to remind me was he had to remind me that he was with me. So as I begin to get into scriptures and uh, read the word of God and allow the word of God to consume me and to increase my prayer life, it was after the chaos of it was after me having to go through the 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 the, 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 the season of the doctors scratching their head and the thoughts coming to mind that I was going to die and people not understanding what I was going through and my body going through the traumatic episodes of uh, spazzing up and being in a so much 
pain and I'm not being able to sleep properly. It was after all of that, that I stepped back and was able to hear God's voice. And he gave me clear direction on what was taking place with my body and what it was for me to receive my healing. So a lot of times when we're waiting on God, we, um, one of the things I want us to be reminded is that we really have to master the power of waiting and trusting him. And that leads us into the next one, being able to trust him. Even when it seems like there's no one else around or that he's gone and that we're praying and we're saying, God, where are you? Have I done something that is so bad that you're not hearing my prayers? He hears our prayers. But again, saints of God, this is all about a character building uh, process that we're going through. The Bible tells us to not to lean into our own understanding, but in all our ways to acknowledge him and that he will direct our path. And so if we're going to see a a breakthrough in our life and going to get to the point where we're really, really going to uh, want to see God move, we're going to have to learn to trust him. And we can't allow those, our thoughts to run rampant. We can't allow, we have, sometimes we're going to have to just shut down our ear gates. That also the Lord showed me to do. When I started hearing his voice clearly, one of the things he told me to do was to shut down my ear gate that I won't be hearing other interferences come in. The thoughts of the enemy speaking to me through my mind, the words of other people whose faith wasn't where they needs to be. And even to a point, he told me to shut down some of the voices of some of my doctors because they were moving out in scientific facts, but they were not moving out in faith. And in order for me to receive my healing, I was going to have to trust him and move out in faith. And so the other, I mean, so I want to talk to us about being able to trust God. And one of the ways how I build my trust of the Bible tells us faith come by hearing and by hearing of the word of God. That is true. And the other thing, I made a conscious decision and I proclaimed it out of my mouth. God, I'm going to trust you. Even if it doesn't feel right, I still have questions. Things seem to be uncertain. I'm going to make up my mind to trust you. We have to get to the point where we just tell our thought process. We have to tell our spirit to calm down. We have to make a conscious decision. I'm going to trust you. We have to be like Job. Say, yay, do I, you slay me. Yet will I still trust you. You know, we have to get to that point, saints of God, where we're actually just saying, God, however long this journey uh, extends out, however long it takes, I'm going to trust you. I remember I, I mentioned last week about the Hebrew boys when they they even said, you know, we we knew that God we know that God can deliver us. But if he doesn't, that does not enough negate the that his, his sovereignty. And likewise, we have to get to the point, saints of God, where we're trusting him. And that what comes along with trust is to have patience, which is my third portion. I want to talk about now we're talking about hearing his voice. Now we're talking, going into trusting God. Now it's about patience. Romans five. Again, he talks to us about having endurance when we're going through sufferings and trials and tribulations. Our endurance brings on, um, 
are uh, uh, long suffering and then long suffering brings about us hope. And we talked about that on last uh, last week. But James, I want to talk to you and share with you about James five and James five, seven and eight, where it say that we need to be patient. Therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord, see how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains. You, my brother and sister, must be patient. You have to learn to establish our hearts for the coming of the Lord is at hand. And so what we have to do. My brother and my sister is to master the power of patience. So the three things that the three things that I'm zoning in today is for us is learn through our waiting seasons, hearing the voice of God clearly so we can receive clear direction as to what he wants us to do and how to receive either to receive our breakthrough or to get out of a situation. Secondly, we need to learn to trust him. Thirdly, we need to master patience. I know these things seems like they're far and they're very challenging and difficult to do, but they can be done when it comes with us making up our minds that this is what we're going to do and we're going to do it and we're going to extend our faith out and we're going to trust God. If we take on that mannerism and that behavior, we can we'll see our breakthrough. We will be like the psalmist that said I would have fainted. If I had not yet to uh, believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So if we're going to uh, trust God, believe God for the things that we're believing him for and that we're petitioning for, we're going to have to master the power. First of all, getting to hear his voice, trusting him that he watches over his word to perform his word. That he cannot lie to us. He won't lie to us. And then also be willing, be willing to wait. So it's not that God. And then also we need to again. we talked about last week. I talked about what checking out our motives. We got to make sure, saints of God, that our motives are pure and that they are genuine. And that what we're believing God for is actually lining up with his word. Because, see, it's his word that he watches to perform. He's not watching over our words. He's watching over his word. And so that uh, requires for us to align our lifestyles, what we're believing God up with, with his will and his ways. And once we've checked that our motives and made sure that those things are intact, then we can trust him. That he's going to come through. I like what the uh, CEB, CEB version says about Habakkuk 2.3. It says this, and this is about timing. Because again, it's all about a timing with God. God is a God who answers prayers. He may tell us yes. He may tell us no. He may say wait. But see, he knows. We have to trust him, saints, that he knows what's best for us. Even if he tells us no in a situation, he's not telling us no. To reject us. He's telling us no to protect us. And perhaps the no is also for direction, new direction. Oftentimes we're expecting God to do things based on what we desire. But we have to get like Jesus and say, nevertheless, this is what I desire. But nevertheless, Lord, not my will, but your will be done in this situation. 
So I like what the CB version says about Habakkuk 2.3. It says this. It says, at the time I have decided my words will come true. You can trust what I say. And this is the Lord saying it. It says about your future. It may take a long time, but keep on waiting. It will happen. I like that because to me, those words of encouragement. He said, it's an appointed time for everything to manifest. You remember when I was talking earlier about Kairos and the Greek, it is an appointed time. It is an opportune time and it's the fit time. This is the definition for Kairos. This is how God moves. He doesn't move when I want him to move. He moves when it's the appointed fit time that it connects. I mean, it, it just causes me to believe again. It, it just reminds me and affirms me of Romans eight twenty eight when he says the old things are working together for our good. You know, some things we can ask for and we can get them out of timing. And if we're not careful, we can mess the whole thing up. You know, so so we got to learn to trust God that he knows what's best for us and that we don't know what's best for ourselves. And again, I get it. I, I'm human, too. Sometimes our flesh want it now. We want it now. We want it like this, God. We want people to go into agreement with us. Come on and let's agree that it's going to happen right now, right now, right now, just like this. But God is maybe saying that he has something bigger and better for you. I was praying and believing God for a breakthrough in terms of my career. I was saying, Lord, this is what you, you sent me to school. You allowed me to get my degrees in this particular area. And the doors kept shutting down. And I'm like, God, what's going on? Are you not hearing me? But he had to remind me that, yes, he hears me. But he was redirecting me and it's at his appointed time because what I was wanting, he knows was on the other side of these other opportunities and God wanted more for me. More for me. Are you willing to wait to get more from God? Are you willing to weather the storm, saints of God, to receive the full manifestation of his blessings? Are you willing to go through a dry season to be able to receive the land that flows with the abundant rain? It's about waiting. Just wait on the Lord. So in these seasons, saints of God, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to get ready to close out in prayer. Any seasons where it seems like you're not hearing from God or that God is not coming through. I want to assure you and to and also affirm you that God hears your prayers. He even talks about it over in the book of Daniel's that the moment you prayed, I heard you. Now we're going to check, like I said, check our motives to make sure that there's no Prince of Persia that's holding up our blessings. But when you're done the whole checklist and you're still in alignment with God has for you. Then also understand that it may be a timing issue, a Kairos moments in your life. But and be a, be you can rest assured that the, the appointed time, it shall come forth. I would admonish you as God spoke in Abaca, you can trust him and what he say for about your future. He says in Jeremiah 29, 11, the thoughts that he has towards you of never evil, 
And if you have to quote these scriptures on a day-to-day basis, because the enemy will try to persuade you that God has forgotten about you and that he's not going to come through. So you might as well go out there and do something in your flesh to make it happen. But you, I'm reminding you that he said that he his the thoughts that he has towards you of never evil, but always of peace. It's all about God's timing to give you the abundance, the flow and the rain, the latter rain. It's about him. He knows the time. He knows what people are going to do. He knows what the next day is going to bring. We don't know that. But God knows. He knows if our character need to be built up or, or, or to be reestablished. He knows if we're going to mess up the blessing because we get it prematurely. God knows all of that. So we have to learn to trust him in these these seasons where it seems like God is not coming through. And again, I like what my daughter said, but he always come through. Are you willing to accept his response and his answer for your life. Or if he tells you no about a situation, are you okay with that? Can you trust him to believe that he has something greater for you? Can you believe that God is still working that situation out? If he says, this is not the time, but I'm going to work on you and I'm going to work on the situation. And at the appointed time it'll count forth, can you trust him during that time? Will you not throw in the towel? Will you not give up, saints of God? Let's wait, learn to wait on God. So, amen. I pray that I said something to you to encourage you today. I'm going to get ready to pray out. Um, I, I, I probably went a little bit over today to encourage you, but I want you to join back with me each week. I am airing this on the radio every Tuesday and Thursday at 7:30 Central Standard Time and it's 8:30 Eastern Time. Join your I mean invite your friends in. Um send it out to all those that you feel that may need to hear this word and let us grow together. Amen. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, I lift up your sons and daughters. I thank you right now for the words of encouragement. God, I pray right now that you will bless them and that you will help us all to be more patient, to be Lord God, more focused on what you're doing behind the scenes. Father God, your word has told us in your word, Lord God, that you will never leave us nor forsake us. So remind us when we're going through a season where we feel like you're not coming through at the same, at the time that we des- desire for you to come through, that you're working things out in the name of Jesus. Help us to trust you that Lord God, I our steps are ordained by you that you know what's best for us, God. And even Lord God, your word is said when we pray, we really don't know what we should be praying for, but the spirit of the Holy Ghost knows and he will intercede for us. So I pray right now in the name of Jesus for every person that's feeling Lord God discouraged and that every person that's feeling Lord God, that you have shut your ears off to them. That every person that feels like Lord God, that they have no hope. I speak hope and life back into them in the name of Jesus. Jesus, I pray right now, Lord God, that you will, Lord God, show them within the upcoming days, God, that you are working this situation out in their life. And I, in, in, as they're going through, Lord God, this season of waiting, that the Lord God, that they will renew their strength and that they will mount up with wings as an 
eagle in the name of Jesus, God, that they will wait graciously upon you, Lord God, Father God, and that they, you, they will know that you are God and a Lord of justice and Lord God, and that you will bless those who learn to master the power of waiting upon you in Jesus' name. Father, I decree and declare right now that your sons and daughters, God, will run and they will not become weary in their waiting season and that they will walk and not faint in the name of Jesus. You said in your word that we will reap, Lord God, if we don't give up, if we don't throw in the towel. So I come against every spirit of tiresome. I come against discouragement. I come against disgruntlement. I come against, Lord God, fears and anxieties, worries and woes, those things, God, that will hinder your sons and daughters to embr- from embracing, God, the waiting season in their life. I pray right now, Lord God, that you will, Lord God, increase their faith. Lord God, that they will begin to, Lord God, hear your voice clearly. They will begin, to, Heavenly Father, Lord God, to trust you and extend their faith and trust you, Lord God. And they will have patience and that they will receive, Lord God, a breakthrough in their life. They will know, God, that you're with them. You'll never leave them in the name of Jesus. And that is at an appointed time. Hallelujah. It's an appointed time that is set for all men. Father God, for the breakthrough, God, I decree right now that the appointed time will not tarry. Father God, but it shall come forth in the name of Jesus. I decree right now, Lord God, hallelujah, they will be strong, God, in the name of Jesus, our hearts will be encouraged, Lord God, and then we will wait on you. In Jesus' name, I pray. I receive it in with praise, and I thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. Amen. Saints of God of the Most High God, I want to thank you so much for joining in this week with Waging War and Winning. I'm so excited about what God is doing. Be patient with me as I continue to walk out and do the things of God. Listen, join me on Facebook under Maria Brown and then look up Waging War and Winning Prayer Group. Be so, uh, request to be a part of that. Follow us. Follow me. As I follow Christ and let us grow together in this thing. Until next week, you be blessed, you be encouraged, and above all, have a wonderful and a faith-filled day. Follow me on Anchor as podcast. I will be put putting lives out there as well. Until next time, God bless you. I love you, and you have a wonderful day. Let's wage this war. And guess what? You are a winner.